Hey, tonight, uh, man, we're so excited that you're here. We are ending our dating series. Dang. Tonight, we're going to put a cap on it, store it away until probably next month. No cap. No cap. <laughs> Speaking of. Oh, no. Uh, she, my wife. Oh. So I, I'm just going to be vulnerable with you for a second. I'm 31. Uh, and my wife, thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. My wife is 24, so everything that my wife does is pretty much cool. Everything that I do, she pretty much has to coach me on it. Um, and True. so Facts. a couple of weeks ago, we were trying to figure out, this is always a blast, by the way. We were trying to figure out, what does no cap mean? What does no cap? We're like, I came home. I was like, babe, babe, babe. I know what no cap means. Babe, I got it. And he was like, what? I said, well, I was on Justin Bieber's Instagram, okay? And I saw that he, on one of his photos, someone commented, no cap. And I was like, and he didn't write a caption. I was like, it means no caption. Like, if someone does something crazy, it's like, oh, no cap, bro. That's crazy. And he's like, no. Your boy knew what it was. I was like, I'm right. I'm right. Not so we pulled time. up a video on YouTube. He said, no, he's on team me. Yeah, you no win. cap. You were right that one time. Uh, no lie. No, like, no, there's no top to your potential. You know what I mean? Like, you could go, sky's no. the limit, really. That's what another person said. It's fun really hearing what people think the new phrases mean. Don't act like y'all don't ever know. Don't act like y'all don't ever know. But, hey, we're going to get into it. Tonight, we wanted to start with... We're going to act like y'all are in our living room. Our living Welcome. room is not this big. It looks like this, exactly. But these chairs are directly from our apartment. We brought them up here in our Prius. We, we don't really <laughs> we drive a Prius. We don't even have a Prius. <laughs> but we, we want to talk to you tonight kind of like it's, uh, kind of like we're coaching you. Kind of like if you were to ask us, hey, I need to talk with you about my relationships. That's kind of what we've done. You've sent in questions and we want to sit here. We want to talk for a few minutes about uh what men and what women need, but also we just want to share with you kind of our story, how we met, um, hopefully give you guys some hope, and then kind of steer you away from some of the things we didn't do so right. So we're going to start there. Am I starting or starting? Uh, I don't actually remember. I'll start. So a good, how many years, I guess we met in like 2014. Yeah, way back in the day. But I was not like trying to date him in 2014. I mean, just saying, but listen, listen, listen. So in 2016, Justin and I were leading an elevation together and we were also working together in the creative department at the church. We also and, started serving an elevation together. Oh, that's true. So for always some plug. of y'all looking, always plug, just start serving, serve team, serve team, always plug. see Ethan Vanessa after. Um, so anyways, we were working together in creative and um, Justin had just gotten this uh, big job. I don't know why it's a big job. Big boy job. Um, he was the production director, and he was directing and leading all of our Easter rehearsals. That was like his burst, burst, first big event that he led. And I was just looking at him, like leading and like directing this rehearsal. And I was like, you guys, I kid you not, a beam of light from heaven shot down right on his face and that's when I knew I knew that he was my husband and I promise you that is exactly how um it did not go so sorry if you're looking for the beam of light that's not how it happens but that kind of is how it happened actually what really happened was uh so her boss and my boss at the time were the same person um 
She oversees our whole creative department. She's an admin for her. She does a great job, by the way. You kill it. Uh, she told me to say that, by the way. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we, we, were, we were sitting there, and we were in Easter rehearsal. And one, at one point, y'all know, y'all have these friends that do this. And so one of our pastors at Conway, Neil Greathouse, some of you may know him. Uh, he's actually going to be here next week. What's up? Shout out to him. Um, but he was there, and Angie was there, which is her boss and my boss at the same time. And they both asked me at the same time, knowing, hey, who are you into? Like, do, do you like anybody? And I was like, ah, I mean, you know, all the guys, ah, I don't know. Like, anytime I ask you guys, y'all like, I don't know. Like, no, not really. But you know. <laughs> so they asked me, and they were like, what about Emily Lowry? I was like, oh, I hadn't even really thought about it. But in the back of my mind, I was like, that girl, fine. That girl, fine. That girl, that girl got it. I said, I'm gonna give her my number. So, that's pretty much how it went. We ended up uh, going on our first date. I asked her out in the hallway of the Conway campus. Guys, I'm gonna give you some advice on what not to do. (laughs) Hallway of the campus where we work. I'm like, I got it. I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna say, hey, meet me down in in the hallway. I'm so like, I'm, what you need? Something I'm posted up right outside what? the kitchen. Duh. Uh, I walk up to her. She comes down the stairs. And I lock it down with my passport photo. I'm going to make a copy. And someone's randomly walking He's up. Being and I'm like, so awkward, by the way. Like, so awkward. I wasn't going to tell them that. Well, I will tell them. But I show her my passport photo. Fellas, if there's any photo you don't show. 100%. It's, a, it's an identification photo. Nobody looking right no. in those photos. So I locked it down. She pretty much was like, for sure, I'll do it. Right? Actually, that's not what happened. I did not say yes. I said maybe. Okay, ladies. I just, I didn't know. I was like, maybe. Come me hanging, but don't sweat it, guys. They, yeah. always, they always, I came back. I came back. I came back. They always come back. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> No, so we went on our first date, and it was super great, and I remember specifically at the end of the day on our way home, we went to Little Rock, he said, I cannot take Emily Lowry on a date and not get her coffee. I love coffee, but at the time, he did not know that if I have caffeine past like two, then I just can't sleep, So, but I didn't want him to know that, so we show up. And I get to the counter and I order my like normal fancy drink that's really complicated just to impress him. And then I drank the coffee and then I got home and I kid you not, I did not sleep at all that night afterwards because I had so much caffeine. Tell him obviously. why. Because I rough. had so much caffeine. No. You were <laughs> you were just No. In no. Love. Oh my You were gosh. beside yourself. No caffeine. You were giddy. I was just thinking about you all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. I, I took her to a Travs game. I didn't do that good. But she, she came back for a second date. Long story short, we ended up dating for about nine months, eight months or nine months. Got engaged in December. My mom got me one of those cool gifts that says, he asked, she said yes, and then the date. Y'all know what I'm saying. Uh, that's what we did. Yeah. Uh, got married May of 2017, May 5th, Cinco de Frio. What? So we all get to celebrate next year. Thank you all. Um, but yeah, we, we've been married almost three years coming up this May. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I'll take that. 
It is, it is crazy how fast time flies. Because so long, I didn't get married until I was 28, I think, 27, 28. And when I came to college, y'all know this, I was looking for boo. Like, when I came to college at 18 years old, it took 10 years, a whole decade. Some of y'all are like, oh, no. God better not be me. <laughs> but it took so long. And I, I'm so thankful for the years that I did get to develop and really experience all that God had for me because these last three years have been the best three years of my whole life uh, for a lot of reasons. So tonight we're going to really talk and kind of dig into some of that. Yeah, so tonight's message is titled, We Need to Talk, dot, 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 about our needs. How many of y'all needy? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to raise their hand. Oh, wow, we got a couple. There Two. we go, honest. Some of y'all didn't raise your hand because you needed somebody to raise your hand for you. You're so needy. Um, <laughs> facts, no cap. Did I use it right? I don't know. Okay, so basically we're going to talk about what a man needs and what a woman needs as it pertains to relationships. But guys, when we're talking to the women about what women need in relationships, this is your standard, okay? And then girls, same thing. When we're talking to the men about what men need in relationship, this is going to be your standard to shoot for. Yeah, love it. All right, y'all ready? Let's dig in. We're starting with the ladies first because... Why not? Of course, we are. Um, okay, so what women need? Guys, listen up. How many of y'all want to be a man that a woman needs someday? Everybody raise your hand. Okay, truth. That's not enough, okay. really. <laughs> there were like eight. I'm so sorry, ladies. We're going to do better next year. Next year. Um, <laughs> okay, in Ephesians, Paul sets the standard for how a man should treat his wife. So let's look at it. Ephesians 5.25. Oh, I can't do that. I'm going to read it from here. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So, ladies, what this means is that your husband, the man that you're supposed to marry, is supposed to love you in a way that reflects how God loves us. Mm. That's a pretty big standard, guys. Some of y'all are like, oh, gosh. I'm going to tell you what women need in order to feel that way. So, point number one, women need to be pursued, to be pursued, number one. We can see all throughout God's word and even in our own lives um, how God pursues us, how God pursues a relationship with us. Um, And so because of that, guys, this is your standard. When you think about how do I pursue a girl, think of your life and how how you've seen God pursue you. Um, And ladies, practically, what this looks like you need a man to pursue. You need to know that this guy's pursuing you. You deserve more than a gray area. And if you are confused about if a guy's pursuing you, you need to be asking some questions because that's a, that's a red flag. Um, and guys, let me just tell you really quick, texting and sliding into the DMs is not the right way to pursue a woman. And I know some of y'all that did that this past week, and I'm not going to call y'all out, but I'm just saying, uh, calm down, okay? True. No Facebook pokes either. Yeah, for real. If you're doing that, girls, you don't even stand a chance. Okay, so women need to be pursued. Point number two, women need to be accepted as they are. (laughs) 
Oh, to be accepted as they are. Ladies, you need to know and be confident that this man is going to be able to love you unconditionally despite what you're bringing in, the baggage, your past, despite any future mistakes that you might make, despite any bad eyebrow jobs you might get in the future, okay? For real. Um, I remember whenever Justin and I were dating, one moment that I realized that that he accepted me as I was, is I was really nervous to talk about my family with him because my family's a little crazy, okay? I just have a different story. My mom had me when she was a teenager and then um, my parents got divorced and now they have families and my siblings are younger. And so I just, I was nervous to talk about it. But when I told him the way that he accepted me and loved me for who I was and didn't judge me or expect anything different. And now to see the way that he loves my family, um, was huge for me. I knew that I was comfortable around him, that he accepted me as I was. And just to clarify, as you are, to be accepted as you are is not as you are on Instagram or as you are on your best day. You need to know that this man can love you as you are, like throwing up because you're so sick. And he comes to the bathroom and brings you a blanket and holds your hair and cleans up your throw up. You need to know that he can love you and accept you as you are waking up in the morning with your hot breath and your drool on your pillow and no makeup and your crazy hair, okay? You need to know that he can love you through that. That's life. Yes. That's his life. Yes. And so I love that I can just be around Justin. He doesn't expect me to be someone that I'm not. Like when we're around each other, we can just be ourselves. And he doesn't expect me to perform for him or put on a show for him even though I often do put on a show for you, and I like to sing. I'm really good at it. I'll spare you. I want to stay humble up here. But one time we were in the car. This is a true story. Oh, my gosh. We were in the car, and there was no music on, but I was just singing. I, like, I was performing, and I, didn't, I forgot that he was in the car. I was just in my own zone. And he goes, babe, you want to tell him what you said? You want me to tell him? He said, you got it. Okay, he said, babe, you're a little flat. I'm just, I'm a coach. Right, right. He's my voice coach, obviously. Guys, sometimes it's just better to let their voice coach coach them in some areas. Amen. That was not good. We joke about it now. She was so mad. I was so mad. I was having a moment. Anyways, okay. (laughs) Next point, women need to be heard. Talking about singing, I needed to be heard, babe, in that moment. Okay, women need to be heard. Have you guys ever noticed that Jesus is like the best listener? Like, how does he do it all day? Just listening to all your guys' prayers. I'm like, what? Guys, this is your standard. You need to listen like Jesus does. Shoot. Period. Let's pray. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay, so... Girls, we like to talk, right? How many of you like to talk? A lot. Okay. Well, I love to talk. And so because of that, Justin and I, when we get home from our day, we talk about our day. We talk about what we did. And I let Justin go first um, because I'm really kind and I'm really patient because he only talks for like two minutes or so. And then it's my turn. And mine lasts like the rest of the night, basically, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, her favorite part is her getting to talk. Yeah, I'm like... He's talking, and I'm like, okay, so then what happened? And then what happened? And then what happened? And I'm like, and that was it? Okay, so today, 
There's a clear shift in the yeah, room. Yeah, clear shift. But even though Justin, he loves me, but he doesn't care about what he said and she said, and then we walked over here, and then I saw that she was wearing the shirt, and then it was so cute, and I was like, where did you buy it? And then I went to the store, and then they didn't have it, and then I walked here, and then I saw there, and then I get this for coffee, and then I said, he doesn't care about all those details, ladies, but he cares about me. And so because of that, he listens to me actively and intently, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was scared he was going to say, huh? <laughs> yeah, fellas, this is uh, hard for us to do because we're just like, especially because if she says like, I just could not believe Susan told me this and she didn't want to do this and I had to do it because she wouldn't. I was just like, well, you need to tell Susan just to do it. <laughs> Duh. Who is Susan? Fellas, just don't. Tell them what to do. Just shut up. Okay? Just being real. Just listen. And say, I can't imagine how hard that is. That's got to be the worst. And then you were saying, so good. that's how you do it. That's so good. Come Y'all talk need to, to write me. that down. I can coach you. It took three years, guys. So I'm just trying yeah. to save you some time. So good. Okay, and last thing for what women need. Women need to be led. To be led. And I know some of you ladies in here are like, I don't need to be led. I am a leader. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T, okay? I do not need no man. I can lead myself. No. Okay? I got my own job, okay? I do not need a man. But listen, I don't want you to shut me out because I was exactly like you. So hear me out. But first, we're going to go to God's word because God is so clear about this. And ultimately, God is a God of order. You can see it in how he created the, the world. It, it happened in order. And the same thing for marriage. So let's look at scripture. Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, understand and support your husbands in ways that show your support for Christ. The husband provides the leadership to his wife the way that Christ says to his church. Get this, not by domineering, but by cherishing. So just as the church submits to Christ as he exercises such leadership, wives likewise should submit to their husbands. You guys, point blank, this all comes back to Jesus. Marriage is about Jesus. It's a picture of the relationship between Jesus and the church, period. But the Bible doesn't say that we're called to submit to men because they're better than us or we're weak. It says we are called to submit to our husbands who cherish us. Okay? So practically, how do you know if this guy that you're dating or you're into um, can lead? Number one. Can he trust this guy to make big, big decisions in your guys' life? Can he make big, big decisions for his own life? Um, can he, does he initiate hard conversations about the relationship? Does he initiate setting boundaries, especially physical boundaries? Hello. Um, does he have vision for his life? Because if, if he doesn't have vision for his own life, then how can he have vision for his life and your life? Okay. Um, and like I said before, this was, this was really hard for me. I did not understand this. I did not really, I don't know. I, it's like I didn't believe it. It's like I knew like, oh, wives well, submit, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, ugh, no. I was just turned off by it. And so I have said this before, but I don't follow Justin 
out of obligation. Like the Bible says that I need to do this, so I'm just going to do it. Grin and bear it. Fine, I'll do it. But I also don't follow him because of insecurity. Like, I just can't lead. I'm just, I need him to, to make me better. He does make me better. But it's not out of obligation. It's not out of insecurity. It's purely out of admiration and respect for the leader that he is. I trust him. I love the way he leads. I respect him. I would follow this guy anywhere, anywhere. And so I know that those of you who aren't married, who don't know your husband yet, this is hard for you to believe, but I just am asking you, wait until you meet your husband. Just wait, because this is, this is going to be a shift for you. So that's, that's so it good. for the ladies. You'd Love lead, you, boo. You'd follow me anywhere. Any, well, <laughs> anywhere I love it she's so like I guys you're gonna appreciate this too a lot of you are like go with the flow like do whatever some of you girls are like that too I'm not just picking on the guys but the thing that I love most is that she brings she uh attempts to bring order in every area attempts. and I say attempts because I do all I can to just bust those walls right down you know what I'm saying like somebody that loves to go with the flow loves just like doing what they want, can't box me in, don't tell me what to do. But I love that she brings so much order to our life. She, she does such a great job with that. So uh, what men need, really quick, and then we're going to get to some live Q&A, uh, answer some of the questions that you guys have. So Ephesians 5.22, we're going to camp out here again. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Now, men, you can't just post this one on the fridge. Like, this is not the verse... You want to just memorize, and this is it. Uh, ladies, if this is the one that's on the fridge, say there's no more dates for you. Like, this isn't, this isn't the isolated verse that you need to cling to. This isn't a chapter full of, hey, guys, I need you to get this right, but here's the woman's role. She's gonna, what this means is, ladies, we need respect. Ladies, we need honor. We need to know that you're for us, that you're with us. Because when we know that, I can lead confidently. When I know that Emily's not on board fully, I'm not fully on board either. I need her respect. I need her honor because I need to be respected. And in this word, it says, uh, submit yourselves. That word submission just means honor, respected. Um, so point number one, we need to be respected. The same way girls need love, we need to be respected. So... When it comes to feedback, like when I'm speaking, somebody else can rip me apart. Uh, I, like, I can MC on a weekend. I don't know how many of you were there two weeks ago. I actually said a couple was getting married, but they were about to get baptized. I mean, I messed it up. I was like, let's watch as this couple gets married. The whole crowd I, goes. And I had no idea. And I can, I can take criticism from other people, but if my wife, if I think at all she doesn't think I did a good job, I get insecure as insecure. I don't know what I was going to say about that. But I just, I get, I lose all of my confidence because men, when we get married, the bros and all the confidence that they bring us and like, oh, you're doing so good. Like I'm a words of affirmation guy anyway. All of that authority now is placed on my wife. And if she says, hey, you really sucked it up, man, I'd, I'm crushed. But if she says, hey, you're doing such a great job. I appreciate you. That's going to build me up, and I can keep running full speed. We need to be respected. Two questions that guys are going to ask themselves their entire life is, am I good enough? 
And do I have what it takes? Regardless of what age, when we start T-ball at five years old, do I have what it takes? Am I going to be the best one? Am I going to make the all-star team? Am I going to, all the way until we're 25, we're graduated college, am I going to get that job? Am I going to beat him out? I've got this interview. Am I the best candidate? The whole time, am I, is she going to like me for who I am? Am I enough for this girl? Is she, we battle that question our entire life. We need to be respected. We, we got some big egos. That's why you, you look at a guy's Instagram. We don't post much, but we brag on the things that we do really well. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to post the Gaines photo in the mirror flexing, uh, two months strong. Uh, those biceps are barely showing, but we're going to post them. Don't do that. I'm going to post the buck that I killed this year deer hunting. Uh, I don't deer hunt, so I don't know. <laughs> but some of you fellas, y'all are posting everything you kill. The, the, whole, the whole slew of ducks on the slew. That thing is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We, we just, we're flexing on how much money we make. We're holding up all the hundred or like fives at this age group. Like, you know, we, we like to brag about the things that we're doing well, the things that we're getting right, the things that, that we have going for us. We love bragging on it. But girls... Just as big as our egos are, they can get crushed so quickly. So we've got to have you behind us. And women, if he, I'm not talking about an insecure man. That's not what I'm talking about. A man that just clings to every word, a man who needs. But you have so much weight in relationship that you can encourage us or you can rip us apart. So you want to see change? Man, encourage us. If I'm not cleaning the house, M can say, man, I, I'm appreciate, I appreciate you doing the laundry the other day. I'm like, I'm a I'm going to fold towels more. I told him one time, this is true, I did not lie, but I told him one time that he's... That's why you did that. No, it's not. He's the best at folding towels. Like when I fold towels, I'm like, and then just, I just put it up. But he folds them so nice and so clean. It is crisp, I'll tell him. Wow. I mean, it's perfect fold every time. It's so good. I won't, no. Let's keep moving. Point number two. We need to be followed. Ladies, you need to be led. Men, we need to be followed. I recommend you find a woman who's willing to sacrifice in order to be with you. It's like if I was called into ministry and me and Emily were dating, and she would have said, I don't really feel that. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Then we, we would have had a serious conversation. Because if she can't follow me into what God's called me to do, what God's called our family to be a part of, then it's going to be tough for us to have a strong relationship. Imagine us, me being in ministry and Em doing her own thing, us being married and her not really feeling the call to ministry and me pastoring all of you by myself. Not many of you would be coming here. <laughs> it would be so hard because you need your, your wife, guys. You need, we need to be followed into what God's called us to do because as much as we like to think we got it going on, we need a strong person with us that's going to challenge us, that's going to push us. I'm way better because of Emily. But Facts. we need somebody that's going to... All right. Girl, girls, a good follower does not mean a weak woman. That's not what I'm saying. Just because you can follow well. I, I think of Jesus' life. Jesus is one of the best followers ever. Jesus said, if you want to serve and be, the, be first, you need to be last. You need to, learn how to, you need to learn how to follow. John 4.34 says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. He followed everything God told him to do. Nothing that Jesus did was on his own strength or because he just wanted to. He followed the words of the Father. And guys, a woman won't follow you if she doesn't trust you. And trust isn't earned overnight. It's not earned after date two. Like, you've got to be consistent. 
you've got to communicate. You've got to do the things that she needs you to do. And in that, you're going to build trust. And point number three, a secure woman. A secure woman. A guy needs a secure woman. When I, when I was in your shoes in college, I made a list of, like everybody does, of course. I'm like, my wife is going to be, like, the best, perfect. I'm not going to list qualities. I stopped myself right there. But whatever list that I made, if I compared that to the list I now have in my wife, it would not even compare. It would not even be close because God knew exactly what I needed. I could have said everything opposite, and I could have said, every, this is exactly what I want. And I married Emily because God knew exactly what I needed. We, we need a secure woman. Guys, Girls have a tendency to look for you to for security. If they don't have security before they meet you, you're going to become their God. Guys, you've got to make sure that, that a woman is secure. And women, girls in here, it's so easy for us to shift from relationship to relationship because it's something physical. We can be in it. We can talk to them. We can find security. But let me tell you, you'll never experience security like you can in the Lord Jesus Christ. The freedom you have, the comfort that you have, the fullness and the wholeness that you receive, there will always be that void until you find that, that contentment and that relationship and that security in God. Um, guys, notice how she interacts with other guys. If she's posting selfies and Snapchatting other guys all the time, there's probably a reason. Check that. Um, also notice if a girl always needs something else, like... If Emily needed a new pair of shoes every week, she's going to have to get another job. <laughs> like, your boy don't make that. He just don't. Like, if she's always needing something else, her security is probably found in what she's got. And that's never going to stop. you got to pay attention. It's incredible to have a girl who has her own relationship with God, who's independent, who's strong, who can't hang out every single night of the week because she's got life group because she's got a strong group of girls around her, because she's got a community of friends that she really loves hanging out with, because she's stable and doesn't need you to feel like, man, my life is going good right now. It's so good to feel that. It's so, so good to feel like, man, I love where I'm at, but I know that it's not up to me to make, like if you're not there, her day's terrible. But if you're there, it's the best day in the world. Guys, just pay attention. We need a secure woman. So those are a couple things that we just think looking back through our relationship and some of the things through the word that we know that men and women need. But what we want to do really quick is answer some of the questions. Emily's going to ask them. Uh, Y'all sent them in throughout the week uh, and some even tonight. So we're just going to ask some of the questions. You actually have to go to the other page. But um, make sure you go to elevation underscore CWY. We're going to take about 10 minutes and answer some questions. And then we're going to do one more song of worship. But... Y'all ready? Okay, let's do it. Are y'all really ready? Okay. Because if y'all ain't ready, we could just DM you back, I guess. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Question number one. Okay, this is good. I will say we don't don't know physically who these are from. So we're going to be answering them like one of you were to ask them right now. Okay. What about Snapchat slash texting the opposite sex? Friends, wait, sex. Okay, okay. Uh, Snapchatting or texting the opposite sex that are your friends. Um, well, 
Snapchat. I don't even. I don't have Snapchat. So. I believe Snapchat's the devil. Everybody should delete it. There we go. I'm gonna just say that. But two amens. Do we have a third? I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not shaming all of you with Snapchat. No, no, That's no, not no, what I'm no, saying. No, no. But hey, guys, uh, I will say this. Um, I'm not just texting uh, Lauren on a Tuesday afternoon saying, "What's up, Lo? How you doing, girl?" <laughs> like, we're not just friends to be friends. Like. That she's on our leadership team. I know her. She helped with Elevation for a long time. We have a relationship, but I'm not just like, what's right. good, girl? Like, I'm not just chatting it up with Lauren. <laughs> and Emily's not doing the same thing. She's not texting RP like, what's up, bro? How's Hendrix? You loving, you loving football? Like, we're not. So listen, I don't think it's healthy to just be texting the opposite sex all mm-hmm. the time. Because what that communicates to the people that may be interested in you is that you're not really that interested. I, I have a story from CBC, and this will be the last thing I say, but I, Abe Smith, you know, Greenbrier worship leader, um, he went to CBC, his wife went to CBC before they were married, but he thought we were together because of how much we hung out. Now, I'm not, I'm not telling you this because I did this right in college. I did not. I had so many, I actually told, I told you this a couple weeks ago, I told a guy who was date, a girl who was dating a guy, she was beautiful. That's so dumb. I would have slapped myself if I'd, have, if I'd have saw me do that back in college. Listen, it's not wise to just be best friends. Like, if your friendships have to change when you get married, you ought to think about it right now. So. And then I just want to say with the opposite sex, friends of the opposite sex, a good, like, filter for that is if, let's say, pretend that tomorrow you got married. How many of those people would you have to text and be like, hey, we can't actually text anymore. Hey, can't be Snapchatting you at midnight. Hey, actually, don't call me. Like, how many of those friendships would you have to kind of backtrack on? Because now it would be inappropriate because you are married. And so just think about that with these people. Um, Okay. We'll go quicker so we can get through more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is it okay to go on dating apps? Yes. What? Yes, there's nothing wrong with a dating app. I would just ask you if we were sitting in my living room, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to go? I believe that dating apps were created for people who are probably in a different life stage, who are not around as much community as we are in this stage of our life. Uh, And it's for people who have maybe tried dating, maybe you haven't, but they're just in an area of their life where they're not around a ton of people where they don't see, like you guys see hundreds of students and people your age every day. A lot of people with full-time jobs who work, who have kids, they don't. And so I think, yeah, it's beneficial in some seasons. But I don't think for this age group right here, I don't think it's wise for us. Because what are you going to do? Like, you're probably looking to fill a void. If you're getting on Tinder or whatever whatever all of them are, there's probably so many now. Bumble or uh, there's probably a ton of them. You're getting on there to fill a void, and it's probably to either... Not be lonely, to fulfill a sexual need, or just any, probably either one of those two. But I would just say, why are you doing it? Because it's, it's probably not to, to settle down and get married at this stage of your life. You just want somebody. Yeah, that's good. Okay, um, I'm going to answer this one. What, 
to do as a girl who doesn't want to pursue someone, but she likes somebody. So I see you. You're out there. You're like, oh, he's cute. He (laughs) serves. He can lead. Okay. So I would just say put yourself around him. Like, please, for the love of everything, do not not talk to him in person. Go home. Follow him on Instagram. Like his photo. Side into the DMs and be like, don't do that. <laughs> Go talk to him in person. What's going to happen? He's not going to, like, punch you in the face. Like, it's not that scary. Just go talk to him. Say hi. How was your day? Uh, good. What's your name? Oh, I'm Emily. What's yours? Oh, like, have a conversation. Don't be sneaky and do all the weird things, okay? That's what I would say. Just put yourself around them. Hello. Would you say anything? You said it really well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. How much time should you spend with your BF slash GF intentionally, like one-on-one versus in groups? Like if I'm dating, how, how long? Yeah, like I... when we were dating, were you like, was there a percentage that you were like, oh, we got to hang out this many times? Uh, I think just being thoughtful. We were, in a, we were in a different season. Emily was going to school full-time, working part, very part-time. Uh, actually, What's that very full time, but part time. Uh, going to school, planning our wedding for a majority of our dating relationship. So there were a lot of things she was doing. So if I was constantly on her about, hey, we need to hang out, we need to hang out, what day do you want? That would overwhelm her. And probably we wouldn't be here. <laughs> like she would have been like, I'm done with you, you're too clingy, get out of here. So guys, I, I came up with like, when it comes to uh, specifically like how often do I hang out with, like if we were dating, how often would I try to hang out with you? I would say two, two days, maybe three days a week. And make it a majority of them in public settings. Like if you're doing three quarters of your hangouts around other people, you're probably not falling into temptation. The, the times that you do need one-on-one, you're getting to really, really know them. What they like, who they are, their personality. Um, so yeah, did that answer? What about groups versus one-on-one? Like... Uh, um, I have a, I just made up a rule. I didn't really, it, but 70, 30 is kind of the, like being intentional, kind of the three quarters thing, like 70% of the time you're hanging out in bigger groups around other people. Uh, 30% of the time you're being intentional and you're going on a date night, like you're going on time. But if you're always hanging out in your room, uh, and then you go out to Wendy's one night a week, (laughs) Like there's, I could probably list off the things that you're trying to accomplish in your relationship. Yeah, that's good. So. Okay, um, this is good. Why does the guy have to make the first move? Like, why can't girls ask the guy out? I just want to say, oh wow, oh wow, claps. I just want to say before we say anything. Was that a else, guy that clapped? Yes. <laughs> Tyrant, I know who asked that one. Wow. <laughs> Okay, listen, ladies, before we say anything else, I just want to say, you don't want to have to do that. You don't want to. Like, guys have to, like, work up the courage to put themselves out there and fear rejection and, like, all of this stuff. I do not want to have to do that. Like, I just want to hang out with my girls and show up to Elevation looking real cute, and then some guys show up to me like, hey, what you think? Like, I just think... (laughs) What you think? That's how it works, right? (laughs) But I just think 
he's going to talk a little bit more about it, but I just, I don't know. Like, we don't have to do that. We don't have to. Girls, you can initiate a conversation like that. You really can. Uh, But I think if you look back to God's original design, the way he ordered, God's a God of order. He doesn't like confusion. He's not a God of confusion. He wants you to be clear. But he ordered it in a way where, guys, we are created to lead in our family, in our relationships, in our job. Like, we're just called to lead. And so, ladies, if you want to continue to have to lead out, you're not only doing the role of a wife, but you will also be fulfilling the role of a husband. And you don't want to start that. So, guys, yeah, we're asking you, take a step. Ask a girl out. It's not going to hurt that bad. It may She's suck. not going to punch you in the face. Yeah. It's going, to be, it's going to be okay. But, ladies, you can initiate a conversation. I would just say, like Emily said, do you, do you want to have to continue doing his role? Yeah. Okay, what should a girl do if the guy is not initiating the DTR combo? Uh, and let me tell you guys, this is the number one question that I get from girls. Like, when I meet with them about their relationship, they're like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? They're like... Um, I don't really know. I don't really know where he's at. I don't know what this is. I'm like, what kind of generation are we raising up? Come on. And so I just want to say to the guys, you have to over communicate. If you say, hey girl, want to go on a date? I want to get to know you. Probably three or four dates later, you're going to need to say, hey, this is going great. I'm loving getting to know you. Let's keep doing this. Then after that, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? Sure. Okay, great. Now you're dating. But you have to over-communicate because girls, we need to feel like we know where we're headed. We need to be led just like that point. And so please, 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 please over-communicate where you're at. Girls, I think if he's not, you can ask. Ask him, hey, where are we? Uh, But if he's not committing to the relationship, hey, are we... What, what are we? And he's like, oh, girl, well, girl, we're fine. Like, we're just, we're hanging. We're just hanging out. We're talking. Y'all have been, y'all been in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's not committing, get out. Because mm-hmm. he's not wanting to commit. That's different than not leading. Yeah. You can coach leadership. You can't coach commitment. So good. You can't convince them. So. So good. One more. Let's do some of the new ones that okay, just came okay. in. Okay, okay. We're going to we do go. two more, okay? Y'all with us? Okay, what are some suggestions you have to make a long-distance relationship work? This is hard. Uh, I never did long-distance, so this is really tough. Yeah. Um, make long-distance work. I think you have, to, you have to establish that you're both loving God mm-hmm. uh, because that's initially where the trust is going to come from. If you know them, you move apart, there's got to be a level of trust. A long-distance relationship will never work without trust. Yeah. If a girl's sitting back home or a guy's sitting back home, they're like, I don't know what he's doing. Is, mm-hmm. he, like, is he going out on Fridays or Saturdays? Right. I mean, I think he's good, but we can get in our own head. If there's no establishment of trust, it's never going to work. Yeah. Uh, I think you being plugged into community because that's going to be the, how you combat a lot of the things that you're going to deal with being here by yourself. You're going to need some sort of community if you're not with your boyfriend or girlfriend, building a relationship with them. And then I would say FaceTime. That's the beautiful thing about technology. 
you get to see them now. You don't just get to talk to them on the phone and hear their voice be like, no, you hang up, no, you hang up. Like, you get to see them. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I almost said Skype the other day, and that was oh, like no. so 98 or whatever year. So bad. But. That's good. Yeah, I didn't do, I didn't do long distance. That's kind of tough. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, okay, I love this one. Last one. <laughs> what about financial advice for the guys since women are expensive? Parentheses, parentheses, haha. Yeah, I know whose question that is. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Girls just want to know that they are valued. Okay, and Justin is amazing. Our day off is Friday, so tomorrow, do not text us. Hello, we'll be sleeping. Um, just kidding. But our day off is on Friday, and he always plans out what our day is going to look like. And I feel so valued in that. And it doesn't matter if he's like, hey, we're going to sleep in. We're going to cook breakfast at the house. We're going to hang out, watch some TV. Then we're going to go to shop, coffee shop, play some cards, and then come home. It doesn't matter if it's super simple. If he's just planning it out and being intentional with a plan, I know he's taken time to think about it. He's taken time to put forth effort towards it. And that's what communicates value to me. Not, let me buy you this $50 meal at this place and let me buy you these shoes and let me get you this. Now those things are great. I love that. But that's not really what communicates that I'm valued in the relationship. It's the intentionality. For some girls though, they feel valued through gifts. I mean, like, I don't know who, like, I don't know why. Most girls do. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not too naive to think that if I don't bring home a brand new pair of shoes or a new, like, sweatshirt or something that Emily's not going to be like, oh my God, I love it. Like, you don't have to appreciate gifts. So fellas, there is, if, if you ain't got a job, you don't need to be dating. Like, you really, I, I know that, I know it's funny, but it, there's no way, unless you're borrowing from other people that you're going to make it work. She's not going to feel valued. You're not going to be able to pay for dates. You're not going to be able to make her feel the way that she should be feeling by her paying for all your meals. There's no way. Woof. She's not your mommy. Like, she's your girlfriend. And if you have a job, I would say manage a budget. Ask somebody that's doing it well. Because if you can't manage a budget and keep up with your money, it, marriage is going to be really hard. Because a lot of the stress and the, uh, the main reason why marriages don't work is because of finances. A lot of stress comes from that. Yeah. So that's it. I want to pray, pray for us really quick.